Shantae, you stay. Merci. You may join the other girls. You know, for a lemon, you're pretty sweet. Your bright light, quick wit, and open heart give us all life. Get ready for what's next, gal, because the world is going to drink you up. Thank you guys endlessly for everything. I'm forever grateful. Now sachet away. We love you. We love you, Lemon. Ugh, I'm gonna be bitter forever. <laughs> I came into this competition with the least amount of experience out of all 12 of the girls who were here and to have made it this far makes me feel so accomplished and so powerful and, and so ready for the rest of my future. I want people to know that sometimes the mean girl in the movie has a kind heart. I think by the end of this season, I started to feel about Lemon the same way I feel about Emily in Devil Wears Prada by the end where it's like oh yeah but I know who's in there you know like I still I, I mean I get the, the the hard exterior but I see the heart underneath um she grew on me yeah I mean she grew on you uh, oh, wow, 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 wow. yeah yeah I was gonna say um yeah no let it be known a shocking exit Oh, not I did not expect this. No, I I I did not think she was ripe for the picking quite yet. <laughs> yes, uh hadn't been deceded. No. Uh, yes, there was there was something a little weird about this exit. Um mostly because they saved her that first episode and I was like, "Oh, okay, I get this story. Also young, gorgeous queen excelling like very quickly and i was like okay yeah this makes sense um and so i'm left with she goes home and i'm like why mm. you know um i mean and I, we could t we're definitely going to talk about that lip sync but oh. i was left with like whoa where where is canada bringing us why did they bring us this uh character only to send her home well, I, I mean, it could just be the makeover curse. When you do black and white looks, you go home. Uh, or at oh. least you're in the bottom. I mean, it was like Alaska. I think it was, um, there's a whole legacy of, of, you know, in these makeover challenges when someone does a black and white or I guess cream and white blocked look, you know, and the other, and the person they make over is kind of the, the inverse of it. They usually Wait, end up, they usually end up in the that, bottom. Wasn't that Bega? Bega was more of like color and black and white, but like lemon and lime were basically like where lemon was cream, lime was was black and vice versa. Oh, okay. I well, also like I thought lemon and lime were going to have fully yellow and green looks. That's what I was kind of mm, hoping for, but mm, you know. She missed that brief, right? Yeah. Uh, it was more of an Arnold Palmer. If you it will. was. There was there was way too much iced tea in this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, you know, there's a quote from Lemon on this episode that I kind of loved and that makes this exit understandable, but she said delusional self-confidence is the Lemon brand. And I love that. Mm, that, I mean, whenever I hear that, I always think of Katya talking about, um, 
Violet Trotsky and in general being on Drag Race where you have to have a delusional level of self-confidence. You have to have like a surplus in the bank to get you through this because there's no one there to like be on your, your you know, uh, your cheer squad, you know, like you're the only right. one cheering yourself on. So you have to be delusionally self-confident to get past all of the inner sabotage. Right. Yeah. She is, she is, she is of the age where I think that delusional self-confidence can still be ripe, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And perhaps the bitterness hasn't taken over. It hasn't soured, Mm. if you will. It hasn't gone Um, to seed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what were you saying about the lemon party? (laughs) Oh, yes. Uh, What was I saying? So lemon party was this like, it was this meme from the era of like, two girls one cup and kind oh. of the early days of rick rolling where it was like a link to like lemon party jpeg right, and like, like cake farts yes and you then you'd click through and it's like Wah! and so <laughs> <laughs> it's not what i was expecting it was you know so lemon party was this like picture of like these like three or four like elderly gentlemen having an orgy and i think one of them's like swatting the other one with like a, a little thing like a, not, not a fly swatter but he's spanking him he's spanking him and it's yeah i mean listen you know get those cookies so, <laughs> uh so is this why is it lemon party i have no idea i think it's because you don't know by the name of the image what you're in for and i think that was the whole that was the the lexicon of of shock memes at the time was you didn't know what you're clicking through to okay um, okay, so it's not like uh, some play on bitter seeds. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't think it was ever that deep. Yeah, no, it was just like, what's <laughs> well, a lemon did party? They go deep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I guess you could, you know, with enough Crisco. Oh my goodness. Uh, well, you know, Lemon went home. I, I guess I'm okay with this because she's she's young, quote unquote, developing. Even though I thought she did really great uh, the latter half of the season, um, and she's also. It's worth noting, but like lives in New York, right? Like is kind of this New York presence. And so it would have been very, I don't know, anticlimactic if a young New York white queen got to the end of Canada's drag race. It would, it certainly wouldn't feel revolutionary. And also like, there's so much to be said for Queens who make it to top five. Like that is such a sweet spot. Mm. Um, It's such, you know, a sour spot, if you will, but it is like Queens who make top five, top six, like that. It's, it's that great little cushion where you're not the one who almost made it to the finish line and then got sent home. And Mm. you're not like in the mix. Like you're just in that robbed, like, Oh, we'll see you for all stars spot so sure not a bad sure. place to land and she had won the no. week before so she kind of you know she at least had some some successes under her belt first you know yeah and i think we've said this we say this all the time on on our podcast but you know this is a platform at the end of the day and the crown doesn't mean too much uh mm-hmm. it's what you do after the show and i feel like she showed herself really well and also you know I judged her way too quickly, mm. way too quickly. Yeah, yeah. I um, I mean, I think I'm never going to be a big fan of those, like, white chef shoes that she's wearing in the workroom every week. <laughs> what? <laughs> those white sneakers are like chef shoes, you know, that they don't slip on the floor. <laughs> they look like like prescription shoes, you know? <laughs> 
like my mom's kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like they're just those like those like clunky I needed a doctor's note for these. <laughs> I ordered them online. <laughs> Uh, well, Lemon, um, you know, <laughs> maybe maybe she'll learn her lesson. Uh, maybe when she gets on All Stars. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw in a pair of Converse, and we'll see if you make it to top three. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mary. So, did you agree that Lemon should have been sent home after the lip sync? Oh, 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 madam. Let's talk about this lip sync. I oh, mean, madam. Oh, ma- I mean. <laughs> I I mean, we had kind of assumed there's got to be an Alanis lip sync this season. I mean, it's just like, of uh, course. And so I, and yet I was still so like, oh, you want to know? Yes. And mm. Madam gave me what I needed. I needed, I needed that like pointing and those lips on the chorus. You know what I mean? Like I needed her to be doing mm. all of that. It was, um, oh, it was so good. Oh, I just, so, uh, I, I I just want to recognize and celebrate that they gave us the whole song. Yes. Yeah. And even some split screen, which I think is brilliant. Oh, keep it. Keep, keep, keep. Yes. Split yeah. screen. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, less judges, more split screen. Mm-hmm. I like, and they gave us the whole song. They didn't bleep out the F word, at least on Wow Presents Plus. So I was like, yep, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you fuck her, right? It was like, okay, this they get this. This is Alanis, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, I okay, let's break this down, mm-hmm. right? Because yes, the pointing—it's what I live for. And so you agree with this send off? I think it's worth kind of breaking down because Lemon didn't do a bad job. Like she did bring comedy. She brought those like lip movements, twitches, mm-hmm. right? That was you know that I always love, um, and also. The nuance I love the most from Lemon's lip sync was holding up four fingers on the word four. Oh, see, that was where I just was like, <laughs> nope, nope. Really? I had the exact opposite reaction. I was like, no, it's not number four. It's... <laughs> you ought to know the difference, Lemon. And I I think it's like, you know, I am I am often here for the dragging up of the song and finding the campy edge and whatnot. But I felt like then sometimes you've got to just, you got to just lean into it. And I think a song like this, yeah, you can undermine it and you can drag it up and you can, you know, camp it up. But like for a song like this, where if you play it straight, there's just so much meat on the bone. I just think Rita did the right thing. I think that, that was Mm. what appealed to me even more. Lemons wasn't as appealing. (laughs) Oh God! I gotta oh use them up now, you know. Uh, well, she, you know, I she had some zest in her lips. Sure, um, sure. Uh, you know, she I, the way that she kind of acted every word out or every phrase out, it did get a little exhausting. Like, oh, this is okay. I did kind of appreciate the bitchy face throughout. She was just kind of like this. The song became catty as opposed to charged, if you will. Yeah. Uh, And I thought that was an interesting take. But, you know, let's talk about these splits. Was this song a splits song? No. No. This is like, I mean, let's take a drink, Mary's. It's kind of like Latrice Royale and Little Kenya Michaels' Natural Woman. You, this is not a song to be leaping around the room showing your showing your bloomers. This is where you stand there and you sell it. You don't bring any of the tricks. You just bring all the 
all the mm. and and that's what this needed. It needed like a straightforward like mm. like Rita. I mean, just she just literally was like, "Oh, is this what you ordered?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's exactly mm. what I ordered. Thank you." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I will say. If Alanis saw this lip sync, I'm sure Alanis would love the splits, right? She would love it. But it essentially, would Lemon would be uninvited. Oh, because she absolutely. Can't not do the splits, right? I will say it was, you know, Lemon Lemon's Alvin Alley trick towards the end where she does the handstand and then the split, upside down split. I'm going to call this move a Lemon turnover because uh, mm. it was very impressive and also completely out of context. So I, I totally hear what you're saying. I thought Lemon had this weird air guitar. Uh, it was air ukulele. Was, I was like, where? Yeah, what is- it was weirdly placed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I think she was trying to do a bass, but it just didn't work. The thing, okay, I do want to talk about Rita because, yes, the casual viewer, or I imagine somebody's like girlfriend or boyfriend walking in that doesn't watch the show and seeing the slip sync being like, oh, wow, Lemon really killed it, right? Uh, because of the splits, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yep. Yeah, uh, but we have to pay attention to, to Rita here because she was selling that hardcore motion, like you said, of the whole song. At the start, she starts by discarding her jacket or robe or whatever she was wearing and then starts picking <gasps> off things off of her eyes. That's when I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, and the way she did it was so natural. It was just like the, it was very Alexis uh, Mateo. Like, it's crazy, right? Like picking on her fingernail. <laughs> it was like to use a small gesture and to kind of lip yes. sync through it. I Oh, mm-hmm. when she started pulling off the eyelash, I was like, oh, oh. God. Lip syncing through a small gesture like that, it gives you this energy of get out of my fucking way. Uh-huh. I'm about to go uh-huh. off. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's like the juxtaposition, too, of like to do a lip sync and to include small gestures. You know, like I think. Yes. The, and a lot of times you can use that for comedic effect. But I think to use that for dramatic effect, it just I mean you know, nuance matters. And I just think like Rita, you could tell that there was just like thought about like what she was doing there. And like, even all the time she spent towards the back, it's like, I know, you know, when you're going to come up to the front of the Mm. stage, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Owning her throne right from the back of the stage. Mm -hmm. The the line that she's singing, I want you to know that I'm happy for you. Right. When she's picking off the things Mm -hmm. um, to, to, to have that gesture, it reminds me, uh, before you go off on somebody, right, you're, before you're about to have a rant on somebody and you're kind of like amping up to it and you're uh-huh. kind of just like breathing slowly and it's coming, right? Mm-hmm. I, I imagine like that video where uh, of that woman in what looked like a post office, she kicks off her shoes and she takes <laughs> off her earrings. And then she's just like wails on her, right? It's yeah. like that. Yeah. So she is literally just about, she's, Going into battle, essentially. But there's this, um, it's not even, it's not even violent. It's just, here I go. Mm -hmm. Okay. And there's that feeling through that little movement that does so much and says so much. There's, and I've never watched the show True Blood, but I know the gif, I think it's the character of Lafayette and he's like taking off the earring and it's that great, it's like that. It's like, oh, excuse me, hold on. But first things first, let me take these earrings off. Excuse me! (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, it was little gestures. Honestly, I think in some ways, yeah, it was like towards the beginning of the lip sync, you know, Lemon's little gesture of doing the number four and Rita's little gesture of pulling off the eyelash. I was like, well, these are my decision has mm -hmm. been made. Everything yes. after this is just sprinkles, you know? Yeah. And I can't fault Lemon's decision and that type of lip sync because I think it was a type of lip sync. Mm -hmm. But Rita really got it. And the one the Rita really won it for me when she referred to Lemon as mess. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. The mess you left. I oh, I remember like, that. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. I, yeah, I like Rita just I mean it was that feeling that you get like and and you sometimes they have this in other lip syncs where a queen who you know is like a seasoned queen and they'll have her talking head before that starts and she's like, "Let me show you how it's done." And you mm -hmm. know, like there's a and sometimes it feels like a fake out, but for a queen like Rita, I was like yeah, no, I think she's going to show us how it's done. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it despite, just... Despite, despite, yes. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's just like, it It just, I I think, you know, what it reminds me of is um, Peppermint lip syncing against Cynthia Lee Fontaine in season mm. nine in the uh, Madonna lip sync of music when she does, when she's in the pink dress. Uh, um, and she, she does the legs. And she's yes. like, this is what I do. Like, let me just right. show you. And I was like, okay, I think, I think Peppermint's going to show us what she does. And then she did. Yes. Yeah. 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 Despite the edit, Lemon says before the lip sync, those are the ugliest runways to be on this season, but I'm mm. not a judge. Right. I'm like, mm -hmm. nope, you're not a judge. No. And you're about to go home. Um, yeah. There, there is the part that reminded me of the scene in little the little mermaid where ursula gets turned into ursula on the boat in front of all the humans and she starts crawling toward towards ariel and eric and whatever that was rita coming up the stage crawling yeah. for me and that that crawling up the stage is like that's a move we've seen other queens do even on this season but for some reason this one felt correct. I was like, yeah, that's how you crawl up the mm. stage. That's how you do With that that move. dress. Yeah, yes. the dress kind of coming up behind her. She looked monster-like, mm -hmm. which I think is how you make that work. That It's very hard to make that sexy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was... I was like, go off, Mom. Like, just... Mrs. Baker. Mrs. Baker, let me hold your keys and your purse and your eyelash. Oh... The stones around your eyes. Yeah. Yes. Just, <laughs> you got juice boxes for the kids. I'll hold them too. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to wait in the van, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, as much as I wanted Lemon to stay, um, and while this could have been a double save if they wanted to do that, they could have edited it that way. Um, yep, this was Rita's lip sync to win. I do think that Rita had the worst makeover challenge. Yeah. But, you know, as we know, last chance lip sync, it's like, well, girl yeah that's what it's there for like you can fuck yeah. up in the challenge but that's what the lip sync's there for and i mean i was surprised that rita had faltered so much in the makeover but you know sometimes like there is a benefit to lip syncing like there's like jinx monsoon in season five mm -hmm. it only bob the drag queen bob the drag queen mm -hmm. it only amplified which are both both were well bob was those were both, i guess design challenges but similar in that like they faltered in a looks challenge and I felt I feel like the lip sync in all three of these cases further proved why these are such strong competitors. Right. Right. I was very impressed. I don't think that Lemon could have pulled off the serious, you know, emotional mm. lip sync. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that she did her 
But you know, you got to give it to her, Biella. You yeah, gotta give it to her. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Mrs. Baga. You know. Mm. Well, let's talk about the rest of this uh, very interesting episode. Uh, but before we do, tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. This is, of course, our podcast dedicated to all things drag race, the world of drag, and the paradigm created with this BDB Doodle TV show. I'm Johnny, and I'm confident we won't be bottoming tonight. And I'm Colin, and maybe la la. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't remember if that's exactly what she said, but I just loved it. Like, oh, maybe maybe la la. Um, <laughs> It is that. It's, is that? Oh, thank uh, God. It's Mewi La La or, uh, yeah, something like that. Bonjour, bonjour La La. No, I think it's Mewi La I think there was yeah. a May in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Please welcome to the stage, Mewi La La. Mewi. Do you know what Mewi means, Mary? Uh, I have no idea. It's not just We La Jungi, so that's all the French no. I know. So you know what we mean? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wee wee. No, I just need to powder my yeah. Um No, uh, may, M-A-I-S, means but. So it's may we, yes, but yes. But yes, la la. <laughs> but yes, la la. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, well, and of course, this... this <laughs> it's really, but yes, the, the. <laughs> but, but yes, the, the. It's sort of like you're sort of... Uh, but yes, the, 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 but... The, <laughs> the f- feminine, the, feminine, the. Yeah, yeah feminine, uh, the, feminine, the. <laughs> I love an incomplete sentence. Yeah. Um, and of course, we are discussing the makeover challenge uh, for Canada's Drag Race this week, uh, which I love. I mean, every week, every I mean, every season, the makeover challenge has a different nuance. But I, I, I think Canada really knocked it out of the park by having this rainbow railroad thing uh, and having these folks, these uh, asylum seekers as uh, as guests. I think. As soon as I saw that in the preview last week, I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, I this is yeah. uh, this is a good idea." Right to really, it's very Canadian pride to me. Like, look what our country is. Yeah, doing, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think you know, again, we talked about this a little bit last week, but like, I, I it just would have been so cool to have Anastasia there, you know, sharing mm-hmm. her own version of the story. Like, I wonder if they thought about that. I'm, that's a lot to sort of know about beforehand, but. Uh, in an alternate universe, Anastasia making bubble coats for her and her sister and talking about her own experience would have been really great. Yeah. You know, I, I want to stay positive, and I, I, I will, <clears throat> but put a pin in it, Mickey, talking about these uh, stories, right? Because I'm really happy that they happened on this episode of Drag Race, but it brought up another thought or discussion for me that I think is just a little heavier. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I always enjoy the makeover episodes. Um, maybe not as much as you. I think you just like love them so much. I, I always get distracted by how inconsistent the ex- expectations are. Yeah. I mean, I think that's always a tricky thing is like what I, what I've taken away in terms of like what has been consistent is they essentially always 
they're always happy to see twins on the runway, you know, whether it, it mm. like, I feel like that was how Rebecca Glasscock won. Like, I think there's always the sense of like, oh my God, you look like twins. And that always right. kind of gives you an, a leading edge. I think what I like about the makeover challenges is like the side of the queens that we get to see, you know, they, and they even talk about this episode, they shift a little bit out of competitive mode and they have to be a host, you know, like they have to mm, be, you know, a, a drag mother and they have to kind of do that. And I think we get to see a, uh, a different side of the Queens. Raven is a great example of that from season two, you know, mm, Raven. No, mm. oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, uh, yeah, R- Raven was really bitchy. <laughs> that was kind of her redemption episode in terms of like as a personality was like, oh, but look, look how she carried her drag mom. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, this, I I guess we could talk about the, the, the stories that were here because I did love the, the these special guests. Let's name them. Uh, we had Rabal, who is Lemon's daughter, mm-hmm. uh, Lime, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, Elton um, and Priyanka, Electra. Right? Electra. And then mm-hmm. uh, uh, Ika was Bimbo mm-hmm. or Eka. And then Dennis uh, was Violet. Yes, yep. am I right? Yeah, okay. Violet Bobo. And then, uh, and then, <laughs> then Rainer was uh, Rita. Rita's yeah, uh, Terry Baga. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Terry. <laughs> Terry is a great drag name. I mean, I Teriyaki is who I think of first. Oh, I love Teriyaki. teriyaki. Although I think Teriyaki got canceled. Oh, uh, really? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, oh, I'm not sure. Oh, you know, um, I'll always think of that video of her finding the cosmic brownie in her bedside drawer. <laughs> It's what well, I mean, canceled or not, in its own little micro moment, her finding the cosmic brownie, and and I, she says something like, mm, "Yeah, that's right," or something like that. Uh, that's why. That's why. Uh, so so Rita made over her daughter Rainer, um, and Rainer and Eka were uh, married. Yeah, they were married. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and they'd both come from Indonesia, and yes. uh, I think Elton had come from Nigeria. And uh, no, Elton came from Jamaica and Dennis came from Uganda. Oh, that's what it was. Uganda. Yeah, that's something of Dennis came from Uganda. Yeah. Um, And Rabal came from Syria. Right. Right. Yes. Uh, So, yeah. Um, uh, Nice. uh, Nice guests. Uh, I always I always get worried on shows like this that, you know, you only have an hour that we're going to get this trauma porn. And it's going to be kind of exploitative or just kind of glossed over. And I appreciated that um, they they talked about their struggles in each of their different countries or just their own personal struggles. Uh, and it wasn't this like it wasn't this trauma porn. It wasn't this uh, focus. It wasn't. um glossed over uh, mm-hmm. of these big things that were happening. I mean, they. I did appreciate the idea of who was it? Um, the one talking, oh yes, uh, I think it was Dennis. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. was talking about the anonymous people following him that scared him more than actually the law. And that's what um, propelled him to do his work in Uganda, which was to change the mindset of the people. Cause he's, he pointed to South Africa. He's like, yeah, you could change the laws. But it, it's not just the laws. You have to change the mindset. And I think that brought me to, Mary, how true it is in America right now. Because we're all kind of like, 
you know, I think somebody even said this, like, oh, it's so easy for us to be complacent and to be like, oh, we're all safe. You know, oh, we're, you know, we take it for granted. But like in America, trans people are being murdered at an alarming rate. Right. <clears throat> right. And I think that was, it was a, I think to kind of see that from another perspective in another country, like sort of a different context of like, there is this universal theme of like, you know, you can change policies and laws and whatnot, but at the end of the day, that doesn't, that isn't really where change happens. You know, it's like, it's, it is changing people's mindsets where the needle really gets shifted and, and uh, gets moved. And I, yeah, I, I, I felt like that was also, I mean, to your point about like trauma porn, it was a much more optimistic point of view or constructive point of view versus just kind of, um, yeah, just kind of, I mean, I think it's important to tell the stories of, of what happens to these people and to kind of put mm -hmm. faces to these experiences. But um, there was a lot of value in hearing like, oh, what, what they've learned from these experiences as well. Sure. Yeah. I, and I think we need to bring that into our own kind of psyches here. And really, if I'm going to kind of quote a big idea that came out of the democratic national convention this week, but like just really lean in and think about what empathy really means. Mm. And I mean, I, it's so funny because so many cis gay men are like, well, we're safe. We're, well, it's okay in this bubble. And oh, just move to the cities. The cities are also not safe for trans people. And I think what's happening in our country is that like homophobia was just kind of stripped down. You know, like, okay, you, gay people can get married and, oh, you know, protections in this place and this place, even though those laws are still in trouble. But it's kind of stripped down to its roots, which is misogyny, gender policing. Mm -hmm. And and we, we are still seeing it. And uh, people aren't talking about it at the same level that they would talk about it if there was, a, you know, a hate crime against three white, uh, not even white, but just three gay men. Yeah. And I think it just it's it's you know, it just gets more complex and I think it gets more ingrained, right? Like I think you can, <clears throat> people can recognize or can talk about homophobia or can talk about like how that has uh, sort of shown up or how that's kind of, you know, people talk about like the raids of bars in the sixties and Stonewall mm -hmm. and all that. But I think it's much harder for people to, to talk about things like misogyny. I think that's so mm -hmm. much more ingrained and so much more insidious and under the surface and um, I think it's just harder for people to think about. And, and because it, it infiltrates and probably implicates more people like who'd, who would say, oh, I'm not homophobic. But like, yeah, but you may be deeply misogynistic in other ways you're not even aware of, you know, and that includes right. men in the gay community, you know. And so it's kind of like it implicates people who, you know, have kind of been like, oh, no, I've been the victim of this. But it's like, well, in what, what ways are you? also kind of perpetuating ideas that are having just as much harm to other groups. And that's harder to confront and, and know what to, you know, do with, you know? Right. Uh, right. Like if there were, if the same rate of gay men were being murdered in this country as trans people, you sure as shit, they would take to the streets. Oh my God. I, uh, absolutely. It would be, uh, it'd be a huge movement. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, uh, the fact that, that there can be this feeling of like, oh, yeah, no, it, it, it's totally safe to be queer in the United States. Just stay in the cities. It's like, well, uh, that's... Uh, and stay in your gender lane, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Don't well, wear a dress, mm -hmm. right? Like, right, right, yeah. yeah. Don't There's change a, your pronouns, right? Like, yeah. all of that. It's a lot more than just like, oh, just go to the safe cities, yeah. Right. 
Right. So that's kind of where these stories kind of brought me because I understood, you know, Rainbow Road. And I was like, that's fabulous. This is great. Oh, my gosh. These lovely souls uh, and the work that is being done. And then I think about our country. Right. And I'm just like, God, there's still work to be done. And I, I feel like most people in the gay community and that means LGBT. Right. Uh, maybe not T, but LGB uh, are forgetting you know mm-hmm. yeah it's uh i i mean i i it's sort of an interesting place to be in now i think in the gay community we've talked about this before that like especially like gay white men in liberal cities it's like we're in general we're in a pretty solid place and um i think for some folks it is hard to move out of that like and we see this all the time on twitter right it's like there can be a trans person talking about something and then they're like a uh a, a gay guy would be like well i've been oppressed too you know and it's like well mm-hmm. it's it's actually kind of it's pretty different and um it's hard to well, let go of that sure you were right and but sure you like, are yeah, yeah you were that's not what i'm talking about right right <laughs> and at some point we have to like let let that go as a defense for not getting involved with with helping another group yeah right right i saw on twitter today somebody tweeted uh, a famous person tweeted uh, protect black women and Mary, when I tell you all the people that were commenting, like, protect black people or protect women, pre- you know, and it's just like, mm-hmm. whoa, mm-hmm. they just said protect black women. Right, <laughs> right. Well, it's just that thing of like, whenever somebody gets specific, all people think about is who they're not mentioning, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> that happens on both sides of the, of the argument, though, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny. I, this is, you know, I don't want to get into a rabbit hole, but it, I, I've definitely seen so much on Twitter. It, it's very sort of um, popular to be like, oh, the white gaze, you know, and like we're even kind of saying it here now. And it's, I haven't quite reckoned with that because I'm like, yeah, I know what you're saying, you know, and as a white gay man, I'm like, okay, okay. Like when someone says we don't need white gays anymore, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I know what you, mm, I have to sit with that. I'll be back, yeah, you know, sit with it. Right. Yep. Right. Just sit with it. Right. They're not necessarily like talking about you, but yeah, it, we're a part of that group, Mary. Right. I mean, how often goes. have we said, oh, straight men, but it's like, yep. it's not all straight men. Yeah. It's just that, <laughs> you know, there's like three or four of them I like, but, um, <laughs> but it's that, it's the same idea, right? Of like. You can't say that. You can't say that. And it's not that you can't. I, I will say on Twitter, you can't. But I, I don't think that it is part of what they're saying. Uh, right. The point that people are making is uh, is very different than what you're coming in with. Well, not all straight men. Right. That that's a different discussion they're they're ta- trying to talk about something else. And it's also Twitter. So by saying absolutions is part of its you know brand oh of course everything things are said as um they're said as true they're like these takes that are just like okay well that's a tweet you know it's just it's a tweet that's a that's a concept but it doesn't have to necessarily be fact or all-encompassing yeah right it gets it gets to be a problem when people forget that it is not absolute it's not always there's not a hard binary it's not either or Mm -hmm. ever it's yeah. never that. There is gray. And what's interesting is that online, there's no such thing as gray. No. So uh, everything online is black and white. No pun intended, right? Because it's text mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, um, I, unless it's a video, I guess. But um, but 
uh, we know the real world is gray, right? We already mm -hmm. know that. Mm -hmm. And so to, to say that in a space that they're trying to work out black and white, it's like, okay, well, you're not going to win, Mary, because it yeah. doesn't exist there. It yeah. just doesn't. Yeah, and you can just scroll by and say, okay, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't have to. Moving on. Here's yeah. this here's this great video of this, you know, there's this, I mean, it's not on Twitter, but there's this great video on YouTube of this guy holding a duck and it's like stamping its little feet against a drum. Oh, I yes, uh, I love that one. <laughs> so that's kind of what I look for is where's the duck playing the drum, you know? Well, I also will look at a tweet, men are trash, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> You know? Yeah. It, it just depends. Yeah. It just depends. Because I don't necessarily go to, I'm trash, right? Because, you know, I, I just don't, I don't go there first, right? Because I know the world. I know the language. And I know what they mean. I do know what they mean. Yeah, it's context. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's adding, yeah. it's coloring in the gray that's not there. Yeah. Right. Um, well, um, I'm happy for that discussion that happened in the quote-unquote social justice corner whenever they're doing the makeup here. Um, let's take a little break, and when we come back, we'll continue talking about these looks. Hey, Marys, let's talk about therapy for a minute. I could honestly talk about therapy all day. Same. I think anyone could benefit from seeing a therapist. Totally. I also think it's very easy to talk yourself out of seeing a therapist, deciding it's too expensive or too hard to find a therapist. Or just not wanting to have to go to the doctor's office every week. Especially now when it might not feel safe to even go outside. Which is why we're big fans of BetterHelp. And that's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. You don't need to leave the couch. And it's super easy to schedule weekly phone or video sessions. Plus, you can send a message to your counselor anytime and expect a timely and thoughtful response. And if you want to change counselors for any reason, it's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now. They've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. And no surprise, it's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy. And on top of that, there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary. That's H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's BetterHelp.com slash AllRightMary. And that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Someone call social services. Take the child away. <laughs> <laughs> Priyanka, Priyanka says that. In oh, Untucked. does she? Oh, oh. not untucked uh, in the workroom. Yeah. Is that about <laughs> in, her in a confessional? Yeah. Is that about Rita and her? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. It is. Well, I, you know, I wanted to say is that I was so happy how Scarlet Bobo focused this episode was. I really felt like she was the narrator of the episode. I felt like we were getting the most talking heads from her. I I mean, you know my feelings in Scarlet Bobo, and I just felt like we got a lot of good Scarlet this week. Mary, I I think you're great. I usually almost always agree with you. I don't see what you're saying. I missed Scarlet this episode 
almost entirely, except for the beginning, right? Um, when she was choosing people. For some reason, she won the mini challenge, which I didn't get, which we'll talk about later, I guess. But uh, for some reason, she won. <laughs> and then she got to pick all the people. And I remember her picking the people. And I, that's it. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, you don't, you, you might, you can't be right about everything, but uh, this week <laughs> I am. So I, I just, yeah, no, I, I always have an eye on Scarlett. I love Scarlett. I know you do. I just, I um, you know, I, I love, I love a good fisting joke. I love some tears. I, she was giving me all the things I want in an episode. Uh, I just, yeah, I am, uh, to to semi quote Marge Simpson, I like Scarlet. You know, <laughs> I like Scarlet too. And wh- I guess what I'm saying is that I don't notice her on the show until after. And uh, and you know, it she is consistently she doesn't want a challenge, right? No. It's just kind of like, all right, Scarlet Bobo. Like after Boa left, it was like, oh right, Scarlet Bobo. Right. Um, I. I it's not that I don't appreciate her drag. I thought she looked okay this week. Um, I thought she did a great job making Dennis over, but I forgot about her, Mary. I just don't, I was kind of expecting her also to go home. And then I lost sight of her on the episode. Um, Maybe it'll be like on a rewatch, like a Jocelyn Fox would be like, Oh, there you were the whole time. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I, I, I could see that, but I don't know if that's going to be the case. But, well, you know, <laughs> I know for me that she is just I'm, I there's just something I, it's kind of like watching a movie and like seeing the best supporting actress. I'm like, I see you. I see you in the room. I see your contribution. I know this isn't always about you, but you're she just jumps out to me. She's my kind of queen. I see the the main actress is being Jimbo and the best supporting is being Rita. Cause Rita, I think is, is getting this edit. Like she shouldn't be in the competition still, but she keeps winning. Um, and nobody understands why, uh, except for us. <laughs> oh, see, I feel like Rita is kind of like, like I, at this point, I would not be surprised if Rita Baga won the whole thing. Like, I think that she's, this you know kind of front runner energy i think it's you know we talked about this before where i feel like rita and jimbo are giving me nina flowers and bibi zahara Bonet energy sure and i mean i do feel like jimbo this is another week where honestly i think jimbo could have won and they're just like oh no we can't give it to jimbo again mary this is not your competition mary i have he sewed this like Michelle Pfeiffer sewed her cat suit in Batman Returns, mm-hmm. Mary. I this was the winning look by far. I love the name. I thought that it was campy, the way that they were acting all kind of slutty. I thought it was funny. And I could not believe that they put Jimbo in the bottom. And Mary, I gotta tell you, and this is my own opinion, okay? I I don't understand Jimbo's edit. And much like I don't understand kind of why Lemon went home, I feel like all the bets are off. I can't really comment on the judging anymore. I have no idea what they're going to do. I think that this show is on a different wavelength. I think it's so confusing. And to be honest with you, I could see Jimbo just not not going to the top three. At this point, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I'm I'm really surprised at how they just like – 
it's like he can do no right. It's like, yeah, I mean, here's this like incredible look that you created and, and you and your <clears throat> drag sister look awesome. And you both had great runway presentation and it was campy and it was weird and it was funny. And that's all things that Jimbo does. And like, yeah, it was sexy, but I didn't know that wasn't allowed. And it was like, yeah, no thanks. Instead, we're going to go for this very safe look. I'm sorry, Priyanka didn't look bad, but that was safe with a capital oh S-A-F-E. Oh, God. Mary, you know what I was going to say? Hi, my name is Jana, and Priyanka is back, baby. I think that little trip to the bottom really lit a fire under her ass this week. I wanted to die Yeah. when Jeffrey Bard Chapman said that. I was like, what are you talking Yeah, I just, I don't get it. I'm sorry, I just don't get it. I just... Priyanka is back? <laughs> yeah. It's like when they said to Jimbo, you know, welcome to the competition. It's like, what do you mean? Oh, she so put up, the, she she put up the backdrop. She's been here. Uh, sounds so stupid. I mean, I again, I don't want to like shit on Priyanka because I thought Priyanka, the makeup was great. Like the yeah. makeup was really, really great, and it was a cool concept. But these were bodysuits from Mardi Gras. I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah, I was surprised that it was like. To me, I felt like Priyanka and Scarlett were giving like a similar level of like, you know, adorned bodysuits. And Scarlett was like, well, it is a bodysuit. But Priyanka was like, look at that bodysuit. And I, <laughs> I, I just didn't understand. I mean, I don't think uh. Priyanka should have been on the bottom. I just think that Jimbo should have won and Scarlett and Priyanka were safe and Rita and Lemon were in the bottom. Like that's, you know, no one asked me, but you know. Yeah, and you know what? Jimbo was in the bottom three, Mary. That was It wasn't nuts. Scarlett. It wasn't Priyanka. I mean, it was so weird. I, again, I, I don't want to like get upset about the judging because it's a reality show. It's fine. They're doing whatever they need to do. It's not like I haven't disagreed with the judges before. Right. Um, but uh, Sister Mary Evan brought up a good point earlier. He said, with the critique of Jimbo, it's not like, oh... I don't like it. It's, oh, no, I hate this, and you're doing this weird thing. That makes no sense. It's mm -hmm. like we're – are we watching the same show? It's the, it's that energy. Yeah. Yeah, I I really – like when, when they were like, oh, it was weird. It was like you were like sisterly kai-kaiing up there, and it's like, well, what I was getting was like – sexy twins who were like ooh and yeah, you right. know remember those old like what was it like bud light commercials or budweiser commercials about like it was that thing and like and the twins and it was mm -hmm. remember uh like cringing into my rib cage just thinking about and, it but that's what oh, i was and thinking let's, and let's not just erase and forget the Bellamy twins that people used to masturbate to back in the 90s. Like, oh. it's not that, like, gay twins haven't been a thing. And so gay the Peters lesbian twins. twins <laughs> gay lesbian twins. I mean, again, like, girl... It's it's a it's an act. It's a thing. Maybe maybe they're not actually sisters, but they're it's in quotes. Like yeah. just just let it go. Like are you uncomfortable like if you're thinking about incest, like that's your problem? You yeah. know, I don't know. And there's room <laughs> for incest and in drag, you know? Sure. Sure. Um, why not? You why know, not? In drag? Everything else in drag has room, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh god. Uh, I know. <laughs> Have you ever seen the the porn triplets or the Visconti triplets or something like that? No, Mary. Uh, no, I have. They don't have sex with each other, which is you know a bummer. But they will all like fuck one bottom 
or like oh, have some mix right. and match. Um, Interesting. But yeah, triplets. <laughs> there has to be that moment where it's like, God, remember at our eighth birthday when we went to the roller skating rink and now I'm watching you eat that guy's asshole. Whoa. You know, there has to be those moments. <laughs> sure. Right. It just has to be weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I, in, in ter- uh, I guess I'll use Rita Bega. It's their opinion. I got my own. <laughs> uh, you know, Rita's talking heads are un uncelebrated. Like she mm-hmm. is, uh, she uh, she gives some great talking head because I think sure. she's she's very understated. It's just like, well, that's what I think. Okay, yeah. But and and great. and as much as I love my pizza bagel, mm-hmm. my pizza baga, I would have sent her home for this look on the uh, runway. This yeah. Week. Someone left the Elios in the toaster oven way too long this week. Absolutely. <laughs> or didn't press to the start, right? And no. Just kind of <laughs> right, right. Or like put it in the microwave, and it's like, no. Mm, where am I going to get the, the crisp? Microwave. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Don't. Or like, microwave. didn't use the crisping tray at the very least for the Mama Celeste. Sure. Yeah. Sure, Mama Celeste. Yes, Mama Celeste face up. I go to work. Mama Celeste face down. Um, you're bagging groceries at the Seven Eleven. Um, no, so uh, she like this. This almost seemed like Baga was sandbagging it, right? Like mm. it almost looked like "Go on, girl, give us nothing." Yeah, it was really. It was. It was a strange choice. I I think for a queen who's come out with like generally like pretty strong looks, really like distinct makeup, like obviously has you know a shit ton of drag daughters. Like it was. This was really surprising, but I think, you know, every once in a while, you know, uh, I, I think of like the makeover challenge in season nine with like Shea Coulee and it's like, well, what, what, what were you doing? What, what, come on now, Shay, come on. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. And yeah, you can falter and she saved her butt, right? Mm-hmm. She did save her butt, mm-hmm. but man. And Lemon, I mean, I, I can't necessarily fault, like, maybe this was her much older sister, right? Yeah, her much older sister, uh, Andrea Martin. Yeah, <laughs> But uh, I will say the, the wigs were not, they didn't help this uh, mm. overall look. And, you know, I don't normally comment on the fashion, but I, I did think that this bottom two was definitely the bottom two. But I could definitely, if Michelle Visage was judging this runway, I could see her putting... Priyanka or Scarlett in the bottom. Yeah, yeah, and like honestly, like as much as I love Scarlett, I didn't really love the the runway. I thought, oh, I get what you were saying with like color blocking, but at this, you know, I'm feeling a little color blocked by this. Like I'm just not. The coat isn't really matching up. It just it's uh, it it didn't feel. I mean, if I had to say between Priyanka and Scarlett, I'd say yeah. Well, Priyanka is still stronger than Scarlett. Yeah, it looked more polished. Yeah, but. I don't think her. I think her look was simpler than Scarlett's. Priyanka's, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Priyanka, they're they're holding on to Rita, and they're holding on to Priyanka. Yeah, yeah, and and Jimbo for whatever reason is just having to claw her way to the finale when she should be just sailing Bianca yep. Del Rio style. Oh yeah, I mean, I just think that. I know this is going to sound harsh, and I know you love Scarlet, and I love Rita Pizza Bagel, but 
Jimbo has made this season. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, listen, as much as I love Scarlet, I love Scarlet in a Jocelyn Fox kind of way. In a secondary, you know, oh, and then there's her, you know, like Scarlet is a, is a whole different kind of like queen. It's like I, there's queens that I love who I know won't win. And then like there's someone like Jimbo or like, like a Sasha Valor where I'm like, oh, yeah, this queen is just, you know, killing this competition. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, Jimbo's I, gonna be Chad Michaeled. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, well, yeah, it's, something's gonna happen here, right? It's like, nuts. I cannot believe this edit. It yeah. is really nuts. I, I, you know, it, it's almost as if, and I, you know, who knows? But it's like, it's like they realized, ooh, you know, let's let's bring her up and then let's knock her down. Let's get her to let's get Jimbo to you know flip her wig. You know, like it's mm. it just I just feel like if they. Maybe Jimbo wouldn't. I don't know. I, it's just I. I wish I understood like what the logic was in terms of the story production for Jimbo. You know, I again logic. I I can't keep up with what Drag Race Canada is doing, and maybe that's a good or Canada's Drag Race. Maybe that's a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's part of it. Is like, nope, we're gonna do our own thing, and fuck you, and fuck you, and fuck yeah. you, bitch. yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna worry about Canada. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I. Mm-mm. Uh, it's it's a no for me. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, in terms of, I feel like I'm I'm. Uh, we got an email from a Mary who, in terms of the guest judging this week, had felt very strongly that there should have been a um, Handmaid's Tale reference because it's like asylum seekers going to Canada. Now, I have not really watched Handmaid's Tale, but I do know that that's part of the plot. Um, and the only reason I could think that they didn't do that is. Uh, I don't know, maybe they saw All-Stars 2 and or All-Stars 3 and was like, yeah, the Handmaid's Tale thing on Drag Race is just a, uh, it just didn't seem to work that season, you know? Um, that would be my take, absolutely. That, yeah. yeah, it's a little too dark to to have it come across coherently in an mm-hmm. hour episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say I love Rita. Rita is Amanda's character on Handmaid's Tale. She plays uh, this house mother. Um, she's fabulous on the show. I, had, I could not believe that I was like, "Oh, you're a great actress," uh, because I had never seen Amanda. I didn't even necessarily know her name um, until this uh, ep- episode of Drag Race. Um, and she's great on the show. She's great. And wait, so the yeah. the guest judge is on Handmaid's Tale? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so wait, so there was a Handmaid's Tale reference. Oh, they were making them throughout the episode, Mary. Uh, or not throughout the episode, throughout the judging. Um, Amanda kept also saying things like that. Uh, they even mentioned um, during Jimbo's look, they were like, well, I guess this is a, this could be a Handmaid's Tale reference, but it got a little, it's a little too slutty because it, they were in all red, uh, which is Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, this, Am I, right. what planet am I? Are you going I'm, crazy? Uh Oh no, she is saying that it was an, it was appropriate to have an actress from The Handmaid's Tale. I see, I see. Uh, okay, Lauren, who sent us the emails, I understand what you're saying that they they brought in this Handmaid's Tale actress and then didn't it maybe didn't make a clear enough connection between her presence and the and how it's related to the narrative of the episode. Oh, oh sorry. I'm, and that is very interesting, right? Yeah. Because the concept of Handmaid's Tale is that in America, 
you know, there's crazy things happen. And then all of these women need to uh, find asylum in Canada. They go to yeah. Canada. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and I, I am now, sorry, I had to slow, slow it down for me for a second. Now I'm up to speed. Um, yeah, but again, I guess... Uh, it, it it I remember feeling that way during All Stars three of like oh it's there's something so dark about The Handmaid's Tale to make it like obviously in All Stars three it was like the running joke all season it was just like oh this this is kind of like uh, if all of them were being like the little red coat girl from Schindler's List you know I was like oh this is awkward like this yeah I mean I will say the problem with what they did in season three of All Stars was that they never kind of capitalized on any type of joke or parody it was just this weird alaska and chad doing that thing and and like for instance on snl they did a sex in the city spoof but the handmaids in the city Mm -hmm. and it was really really dark but you had to laugh, right? Right, right. Uh, <laughs> there was like I some guess. kind of connection. Yeah, I, it's yeah. I feel like you've got to like tie it in more than just like, oh, look, we have them dressed like handmaids. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's yeah. all. Um, so I, I, you probably didn't catch the joke then, but Amanda says to Brooklyn under his eye. Yeah, you know, honestly, I. Uh, admittedly watched this today it's been a stressful week and i was just kind of like not picking up all the nuances but i also have not really watched handmaid's tale it's one of those shows where i'm like uh, i just it, it's too many episodes b- before somebody punches aunt lydia in the face you know um, oh my god oh my god <laughs> too many episodes oh it's gonna take way too long for me to get that moment that release so Ugh. Aunt Lydia has an amazing origin episode. Um, I've heard about I don't, that episode. I don't, rec- yeah. I don't recommend Handmaid's Tale to anybody. I don't think that people should watch it. And if you do want to watch it, sure. It it there is some great acting, and the first season is fabulous. But um, this this uh, the seasons after get a little bit. Um, well, it just becomes gratuitous and um, almost sickening. And so I don't know. Uh, it, it just depends. It all yeah. depends. Yeah. Um, I, I will say that Brooklyn, Brooklyn's response, I guess Amanda commented that it was off the cuff when, mm-hmm. um, Brooklyn said under, after she said under his eye, I would have said, sure, under, over, next to, but never in his eye. Cause it burns. Oh yeah. Oh, see now <laughs> it's all coming back to me now, Celine. Of course she made that reference and I did not put two and five together. I was just like, uh, Okay. Um, oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. I see. You I think see. this has nothing to do with the handmaid's yeah. tale. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you come in here in that red cloak. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, um, I think so we need a surrogate I... here. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> 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 You're going straight to hell. I know. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. And I all believe right, it was kid. pollution, wasn't it, that uh, made this all happen? <laughs> uh, it was Margaret Atwood, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was Margaret Atwood, wasn't it? <laughs> Uh, what you don't 
know is that misogyny has been alive and well in America since the very start of its inception. And uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're blithely unaware. So. <laughs> Somehow it can still end with from a pile of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or of whatever. Isn't that the name like of who? Yeah. Of. Oh, right, right, right. Off red. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> from a pile of red. Yeah. <laughs> you have Aunt Lydia in the background shaking her head. Oh, yeah. Holding up two belts. Crossed. Yeah. That she's going to hit someone with. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was dark. Yeah. Thank you, Marys. Yeah. Uh, sometimes the only way to get through a really, really hard couple of days is to laugh. Yeah. So, I mean, you sorry. know, sometimes all you can do is laugh, March That's, Simpson. Thank you, March. Thank yeah. you. Well, Oh, yeah, sometimes you could just laugh. Um, so there was another reference made on this episode that I'm probably the only one that caught it, or maybe other Scream fans, but the movie Scream was referenced. So they ask uh, who's uh, Jimbo's daughter. They say, like, oh, what are you going to, what does your drag persona exude? And she's like, slut. And then Scarlet Bobo says, oh, just like your mother. <laughs> Oh, is that like I did not know that was a scream reference. So um, I, it's this scene in Scream that I'm, you know, it's one of those nuances that I just kind of latched onto as a kid. But uh, Nev Campbell's character Sydney is in the bathroom of her school. This is Scream One, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot. You you remember that that movie, right? Like there's controversy around her mother and yes. whatever. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah. Has sex with Cotton Weary and everything. So she gets murdered. So. Uh, Sydney is in the bathroom like crying because you know she got into a fight with Billy or something and there are these like bully girls these mean girls in the bathroom and they're like uh, what's wrong with Sydney what's wrong with her and then one of the other girls goes like while she's putting on lipstick in the mirror essentially she goes maybe she's a slut and uh, and she says uh, they, the another mean girl says just like her mother uh. Mean girls in the bathroom always just the claws come oh, out because that's a scene. Then she's a slut, just then, like her mother. And then Sydney gets attacked in the bathroom and she has to crawl on the floor through the stalls. That's oh, I yes, was thinking about it. I'm like, oh god, your filthy sweater. Um, oh, yes. It wouldn't have been great to have Nev as a guest because she's Canadian. Oh, I know. I uh, yeah, a scream queens challenge, right? Oh. Absolutely, oh. absolutely. And like the real, the winner is whoever pushes their hair behind their ears. <laughs> Yeah, who brushes their cheek with the back of their hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh. Oh, God. God bless Nev Campbell. I just love her. Uh, loved and love her. Yeah. Um, did you ever see um, Why I, uh, God I Hate My Job? Did you ever see that movie? No, no. Oh, that's with Nev Campbell. Oh, okay. is it? Right. Well, I think there's a Scream 5 coming out. So I think I there's. I did hear this. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So. I'm very excited about that. I'm yeah. very excited about that. Um, well, anyway, I uh, I mean, I have stray notes here. We didn't talk about the puppet challenge. Um, I know. Um, all right, Amanda. Amanda talked about the tickle trunk. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And how that was a reference from some creepy children's show. <laughs> I mean, the tickle trunk. I mean, it sounds like Lemon oh. Party. <laughs> yeah. God, it's like a scene from the Who's Tommy. My God. Yeah. Do you know that? Do you know that uh, that show, Mary? That movie? I mean, or the, I, what was the movie too? I all I know is that Both. Anne Margaret was in the movie. Oh God, and she's phenomenal. No, so there's a scene because he gets molested by his uncle, um, mm. and it's it's the song is called Fiddle About. So this just reminds me, Tickle Trunk is like, oh, God. I would have had Lemon win the mini challenge. Oh yeah, no, Lemon was great. She I was I felt like her reads were really funny. I think, you know, I love an impression of Rita, but you know, uh I think Lemon mm. probably had the funnier puppet, yeah. Yeah, revealed I wasn't a threat, right? That yeah, punchline. That I was really revealed. I felt like Lemon, like for being the quote unquote mean girl, it's like that is where you can just like really utilize those skills because it's like mm. the, it's like a reading challenge, you know? Right, right. And Rita calling out Jimbo's untucked rant, I I loved it. Um, and, you know, I love how she said, at the end of the day, it's a competition and I'm not here to make friends. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of also brought the, the jovial nature back of like, okay, wasn't that serious? They were all tired. It was right. funny to them. Right. And and then watching Jeffrey Barry Chapman pretend that he didn't know about it, I also appreciate it. Yeah, I I love that of like the the shade of, the shade of it all was was revealing all of this so that you that she had said about Jimbo, yeah, mm, or had said about right. Jeffrey, excuse me. Yes, um, yes. And I like Jimbo's talking head of like, mm, I did say that. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Mm. Well, I uh, we have a very. St- Strange top four was not expecting it. I don't think it's strange, but I wasn't expecting Scarlett to go this far. I know you love Scarlett. I, I think do. that's great. I think she does great looks, but again, I'm, she just doesn't really do anything for me. So oh, I just am so happy to see her up there. I think I, my expectation is that she's going to be the one who gets cut from the top three. But um, I don't like. I don't. I don't know. I, that's and I'm okay with that. I just yes, yeah, Scarlett. It might just be the raspy voice. It just there's something about Scarlet that uh, I I feel like as well that there's there's a heart underneath Scarlet's somewhat rough exterior that I'm very drawn to. But you know, uh, different different tastes for different pastes. <laughs> don't know what you're saying. Uh, sometimes the mean girl in the movie is Scarlet Bobo. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's like um, Scarlet Bobo, like Brenda I mean, Vaccaro would play Scarlet Bobo, you know. And that's okay. That's, I see. So you, of course, you would love Scarlet. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I am. Uh, next week, I'm very excited for Michelle Visage to kind of come and be like, "Yep, this is how you do." Can't be judging, right? Uh, like, I'm kind of excited for that. I saw the the preview, and she was reading body suits, and I'm like, "Okay, this is what we came to hear." Mm-hmm. So. We'll oh. see how that goes. <laughs> I'm so excited for Michelle. I'm like, yes, mm. Michelle. Ugh. <laughs> Michelle. 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 Where did you get this print? <laughs> um, Michelle. Oh, yeah, Michelle. Michelle. Michelle, season 11, Project Runway. Yeah. Um, I I just, I, I, I think Scarlett is going to go home, but. I am so confused with Priyanka and Jimbo. I mean, it's obvious to me that Rita Vega is going to the top three. They would have, I mean, she, 
for whatever reason, they keep saving her or keep making her win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I'm, I, all bets are off for me next week. I, I really don't have a hard, hard. I don't have a hard prediction. Yeah. And I guess, you know, that is a credit to Canada's Drag Race is like, I, I can't predict who the winner is unlike a lot of other seasons where it was like, oh, yeah, I feel like that's probably going to be so-and-so, or, oh, yeah, that's who mm. I think it's going to be. Like, I think, you know, like Drag Race UK, there was no doubt that the Vivian was going to win that whole thing, you know? I really wanted Davina. I, By the way, I have been talking to a lot of Drag Race fans that I've been meeting through work here, and many of them have not seen Drag Race UK. The erasure of Drag Race Thailand... And then Drag Race UK. <laughs> oh, you know, and it's like, it, I just think, oh, what you're missing out on. Like, Drag Race mm-hmm. UK is such a fun little romp. and It's so quick. It's so quick. They're all very charming. Cheryl Hall is just, uh, is a mood. I, I love Cheryl Hall, you know? That finger, right. are you kidding me? The finger. But, Davina DeCampo all season. Oh, yeah, Davina just, like, drag excellence all season. I don't think being just, like, you know, Ugh. such a moment. But like, Cultural reset. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but th- but I, indeed, I, it will. O- it always breaks my heart when people say, "Oh yeah, Drag Race Thailand." Yeah, I don't know. I never, I never really saw that. It's like there are riches. Dig in, Mama. There are riches. Yes, the riches. It is um, so good. <laughs> super, super important. But uh, I think that's all I got. Yeah, uh, for this episode. That's um, that's all I got. Well, Marys, if you have any thoughts on this episode, you can reach out to us at All Right Mary. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. You can email us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com or you can find me on Twitter at johnnyalso1 or on Instagram at johnnyalso. And you can hear more of me on my podcast, In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can find me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. Uh, if you are not a Matreon and would have liked to have heard this episode right after the episode aired and also have access to bonus content every single week, uh, you could just go to patreon.com slash allrightmary. Well, thank you, Mary. This week's Last Chance Lip Sync is another Canadian queen. Um, if you haven't seen this music video, do check it out. This Last Chance Lip Sync is called Hideaway by Kaiza. I love this song, and the video is one long shot, and it's, you know, it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, cool. Is that the one with like, <laughs> her like, dancing in the street, and there's like a whole bunch of yes. people? Oh, I have seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yes. great. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so that's our last chance lip sync hide away because that's kind of all we want to do in 2020 is hide away right now mm-hmm. so. yeah yeah so um, <sighs> so there you go that's about where it lands <laughs> that's correct that's correct we are about to record a memorial episode so you know it's just one of those times it's been a fucking um, year <laughs> yeah it's been a fucking year yeah right? <laughs> it's been a fucking year Make me fucking sad. <laughs> Make me fucking cry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Emotions do scare me. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, well, good luck. So good yeah. luck, Marys. <laughs> yeah. And, and God bless. Now? Yeah. <laughs> now what we both talked. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye. Taking me higher than I've ever been before. 
Shoot. 